Okay, it is now March, so you know what that means, folks. Here comes the madness. We're giving it to you all on this great episode of Oh Brother the Podcast. And I'm, of course, your host, Coop. And I am your co-host, Big O. We have a special guest on today's program, Talking College Basketball. It's our resident college basketball junkie, Flock. Talk to the people, man. It's Flock, man. What it do, man? I'm here to talk hoops. <laughs> here to talk hoops. Let's get it. We're going to jump right into it, man. First game of the day, ACC tournament. Um... Unfortunately, it was a, it was a battle, but it was it was sad to see see how it ended because uh, one legendary coach was sent sent home packing early today with Syracuse's Jim Beheim sent sent home on a buzzer beater three pointer against Wake Forest. Let's talk about his uh, legendary coaching career and uh, I guess what it means to college basketball. Jim Beheim leaving. Uh, Jim Beheim leaving it leaves. A whole because he helped build college basketball in a way with the Big East back when he played Georgetown, Villanova, how crazy the Big East was, how I started the whole big Catholic school league. He was there for 47 years. I mean, he only got one championship, but some coaches don't get none. So to be damn near 50 years coaching basketball, dealing with teenagers, crowds, schools, like like the school members just in your head. Like for him to do that for 47 years, you gotta get that man as props. Sad to go. Sad to watch him go out in a buzzer beater, but the man did his job. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, forty-seven years. He's top two all time now in coaching wins, right behind Coach K with a thousand and fifteen. Um, I believe Coach K has somewhere around twelve hundred uh, total wins. Uh, legendary coach, like you said, he did it. He did help establish the Big East and and in those in those conferences. So it'll be sad to see Jim Beheim retire. But uh, quite frankly, Syracuse just hasn't been the same team over the past eight to ten years. No, not at all. Uh, after a while, teams pick up on the two three zone. Um, it's a good defense, but um, after years just running the same thing and kids advancing at the college level. It's about time for him to go in uh, another face to be the face of um, Syracuse. All right, yeah, for sure. Um, so let's talk about it, man. Um, who do you like? Who do you not like? Who seems interesting? Sleepers, give it to me all, man. What, what do you got first? All right, well, first, let me go ahead and go with what I do not like. Um, I never like Gonzaga. Um, well, does anybody? I mean, because they're always first in their conference, and then they ended up blowing, blowing it in the tournament, right? Yes, they playing that weak ass West Coast Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give them the credit, get to the title games, but they cannot finish the deal. I mean, Drew Timmy, he giving me twenty point seven rebounds. He does what he does, and he's going to do what he do. But it's just that key moment with Gonzaga when when the moment counts, they can't get it together. Like that coach been at 27, 24 years, got to the conference championship each of twenty four years. He's just waiting to get that one ring, and I just don't think Gonzaga could do it again this year. Let me ask you this: them, it's been talks about them moving conferences. You think that helps their chances of, uh, you know, winning a ring here sooner or later? It can, because you'll be forced to play good competition most of the year. Mm-hmm. Like they play top schools beginning of the year, then they just die off into like their weak conference. So it could help. Hopefully they can get that that monkey off their back, but um, that's a we'll have to see about that. So is it uh is it is it gonna, because I, I I don't know too much about college basketball, but I know Gonzaga is a really good program. Is it that they play trash opponents or they're actually a good basketball team? It's both. They are a very good team, but their strength of schedule during the season does not add up to like the ACC, Big Ten, SEC. Like it's just yeah, in terms a of week. West Coast, the guy they get they get all the guys that don't go to USC and UCLA and, and Oregon, the top guys. Um, they, they're able to. 
put their best players on display in terms of when it comes tournament time. And then, um, you know, of course, they have that dominant conference play as well, like you were saying. Uh, what else don't you not like so far in um, college basketball? Mm, something else I do not like, I would say I am not a fan of – I cannot say I'm a fan of number one Houston. Um I respect the coach, um, Kelvin Sampson, but um, again, they're almost like Gonzaga in a way, but not as bad. Always at the top, top five most of the years. They're number one right now, 28-2, best record. But again, when it comes to that elite eight for them, they can never get to the final four. Too. When it comes to that elite eight, it's something about Houston. They have a good squad this year. And this could be the year they should do it, but again, it's Houston. Can they get past the Elite Eight? So that's another team I don't like for that reason. They're playing. You could think they're going to do it, but they might blow you at the end of the day. Yeah, just another one of those teams that just never gotten over the hump uh, long term. Um, anything else that you don't like there? Um, those are the main key ones I don't like, but it's a lot I do. It's a lot I do like. All right, talk to me then. Uh, where do I start? Number five, Purdue. Zach Eady, seven foot five. He's getting twenty two points in twelve. Five? Yes, yeah, seven foot five junior, twenty two points. Is he projected player of the year or no? Got to. He's in. The, he's up there. Uh-huh. You getting twelve rebounds, bro. Uh, even if he if he missed the layup, he's gonna get it back up and dunk it. All right. You can't stop him. You can slow him down, but you cannot stop that man. Um, but again, if you honestly. I might backtrack on that. That's also halfway I don't like because, again, Purdue does the same thing. They always have seven-foot-plus people on the team mm-hmm. get to that Elite Eight, and they just turn to trash. I don't. I think Zach Eady is the best seven-foot-plus Purdue had in the past years between Isaac Halls and some others, but I'm 50-50 on Purdue going back. I'm 50-50 on Purdue. I hear that. I hear that. Any other Big Ten teams that you um, decided to watch? Honestly, no, not this year. Purdue is the only team that really got my attention. No love for our turfs, bro. First round bounce. Ah, I hate to hear it. I love my turfs, but first round bounce. They did make it. They're they're probably, they're probably going to make going it. to make it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Come yeah. selection Sunday. First round bounce though. Jeez. Inconsistent team this year, bro. Mm. Extremely. I can actually speak on that a little bit. I've been I've been following them a little bit, and yeah. As my man Vince said, they've been wildly inconsistent. Yeah, very up and down for them, but they have uh, a lot of new guys on their team, a lot of one-and-done type of guys, like senior transfers and stuff like that. So uh, it's, it, that inconsistency is going to happen. I feel like the coach is going to get it together in year three or four, and they, they're going to do some damage. But until uh, then, they were, uh, they're probably going to be, like you said, first-round bounce. Uh, what else do you like? Uh... Not really a sleeper, but can be a sleeper. Kentucky, um, they're not as what they used to be, but they have Oscar Toshibe with 16 points and 13 rebounds. He averaged 15 and 16 last year. Mm-hmm. He's a menace. He's a senior, He's but he's, again. Now with Toshibe, are you surprised that he doesn't, he didn't venture his game out more to more jump shooting as you thought he would this year, consider he stayed in Kentucky to help develop his game and improve his draft stock? I feel like, He's too strong for him to do that right now because he's just too strong for the people he's playing against in college. Like, he can, but if you're just bodying him up and going up with it, you really don't need to step outside, in my opinion. That's respect. And I just need to put a quick disclaimer out there. Our friend Flock is 6'4", so he's also a, a big fan of all the bigs across the country. So just keep that in mind as we're going forward. All right. Uh, what else do you like, buddy? Um... I'm, I'm, I love Kansas again this year, man. They might two-peat it. Um, 
they're one of those teams that always have good. I love Bill Self. Yeah, they have good. They have what's the word I'm looking for? Mm. Camaraderie. Camaraderie. Yes, mm-hmm. they always have a bunch of juniors and seniors who've been there for a while. They have a freshman by the name of Grady Dick. He's averaging 14 points. He's a six-eight shooting guard, mm. and he just adds on to the the veterans on the team. And that's one thing about Kansas: they will get you a veterans, and they will play good basketball. Right. So yeah, dude. Kansas might be looking like my top pick again this year, and they might do back to back. Another team I'm looking at is Virginia. They they they're a basic team again, veterans and stuff, but they they their strong point is defense. Um, they got a fifth year man, a Kia Clark. He came back for his fifth year. Another veteran on the team. They have good size. They lack on offense sometimes, but sometimes they can strap people down to under 40 points. Look in the history books. They strap people down under 40 points. Mm. And they might score 40. For the, team. For the game. Yeah, they, yes. They have won games in the past 48-38, 45-35. Like, they, they play their defense. Just hope the other team don't score 50 points. They might lose, but they play their defense. That's um, crazy. Alabama is a team who could shock the world. They have Brandon Miller. Uh, he put up 41 points this year. He's a scorer, tall, lanky kid. He will get to the lane, get to the rim. Now, is that the freshman that has all the controversy right yes, now? Yes, that is the freshman. Let's talk about it. So, mm-hmm. there's a kid. He's actually from this area. He's just been, um, I guess, indicted for um, uh, homicide, capital murder in, in, in Alabama for shooting someone at a... I don't know. I don't know the complete details, but the person ended up dying that he shot. But the freshman kid that you're talking about brought the gun to the scene of the crime. Apparently, apparently he brought the gun to the he brought the gun to the to the crime scene. And I'm hearing two stories of a that was a gun that was used, or he was bringing it to him, and he and the guy never used it. He used another gun. Mm-hmm. But regardless, he did bring that gun to the scene. Mm-hmm. But it's looking like he did not use. But they're not pressing any charges for him uh, so far this year. No, and they're not going to. Um, this is college sports, man. Yeah. There's no evidence. Do you on think it is? It's his prowess that is helping him skate off because that definitely seems like a crime to me. If they, well, if especially if he used the said gun, but um, if he didn't, then obviously then he's getting off. Yeah, exactly. And that day that I guess um, the investigation went through and said that he was good, he dropped 41 points that night. Mm-hmm. And. Look, man, this is sports, man. You drop 41 points on shit like that, people won't forget about that, right. unfortunately. So, tournament time, man. That's all they care about right now, man. He, he Will he get them there? That's what they're talking about. Yeah. It's unfortunate that, uh, you know, these family, you know, suffering the loss of their loved one. But, you know, unfortunately, time uh, does roll on. And if, honestly, if he had nothing to do with it, he should be able to move on with his life, too. So, I get it. What else do you like here, brother? Uh, slight work for Arizona. Um, they have a seven footer by the name of I'm fuck his name up, but Azulis Tabilis. They stay with a seven footer as well. Yes, twenty points, nine rebounds. He'll step out and shoot the three. They have a good team too. Um, they could make Final Four this year. I'm not gonna say championship, but they could definitely make the Final Four. Mm-hmm. And I have a good sleeper on here. I have, and it's a long shot, but I'm gonna go with the North Carolina Tar Heels if they win this ACC tournament or at least get the ACC tournament championship. Okay, I like that sleeper. Last year they were the eight seed and made it to the championship, and damn near won the championship right. before they blew the lead. So I, I, they could do it again. They still got. Um, Baycott, who's just a big motherfucker, again rebounds and shit. Yes, mm-hmm. still got the, still got the guard R.J. Davis. So that's a 
sleeper team on the real sleep. Like, what happened to Duke, bro? Uh, I mean, Duke is all right. They're ranked twenty one, but um, they could probably get to like Sweet Sixteen. But it's not the same. Duke, it's New Year, first year without Coach K. And for them to be ranked 21 without first year without Coach K, that's yeah, pretty that's, good. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. they're going 21 in the nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow. Wow. What's their record? Hmm. I think it might be like 22 and nine, maybe or something like that. Which isn't bad. You know, it ain't bad for a first year new coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, considering the, the talent that Duke brings in from year to year, they're they'll be fine. Uh, okay, so maybe some way too early, I guess, conference tournament predictions, uh, NCAA predictions, who's your final four, conference champions. Just give me, you know, some, some of the f- favorite things that you like or what to look out for in terms of uh, conference play and then tournament play. Okay, okay. When we talk about conference play, let's go to the ACC. ACC, I either have North Carolina running it or I'm going to go with Virginia. Um, even one of these two teams could, could come out there strong. Um, let's talk about the Big East, actually. I haven't mentioned anything about the Big East. Um, Big East is a good, they get the Catholic School League, always bringing up good good talent from, like, the Northeast area. Um, anybody who could run it out the Big East, I would, might give it to, I would say, Marquette this year. Shocker Smart's doing a good, good, good job in Wisconsin with Marquette, man. Um, they're ranked number six right now. Got a legitimate team. Every position's filled up pretty good. They could. I don't. I just don't believe. I had no clue that Marquette was in the top ten. Yeah, man, that's amazing. It's just that they're a sleeper team. But again, I don't believe in them too. Good Big East run, but when it comes to the tournament, I'm not gonna be sold on them yet. Right. It's Marquette. Um, that's the Big East. Mm, if you move to the Big Ten, I'm gonna go with Purdue. Anyone who could change Purdue might be Indiana actually. Um, Bryce Jackson Davis, the senior. Um, He's put up multiple 2015 games this year. Six nine kid, he could leap. Um, he's definitely put work on, on put working on the Terps this year. Respect to him. Um, that's another team that could, might be able to come out the Big Ten, maybe Sweet 16 in the tournament. But I give it to Purdue and Indiana come out of the Big Ten. Um, what another conference? Pac 12 go for UCLA. They're number two. Jamie Jamie Vasquez. 17 and a half points, eight rebounds. Yeah, he's a dog. He's a dog, man. He, he's a dog. So quick uh, quick college basketball question. There's a there's a million divisions in college basketball. Well, conferences. conferences. I'm sorry, a million conferences in college basketball. How do y'all, like, and you said Duke was 21st in the nation. overall. Are they 21st among all conferences? Yeah. Yes. Or are they 21st in their conference? All, all, all conferences Throughout every team That mm-hmm. qualifies And the way they do rankings Is Strength of schedule Mainly And amount of wins So Duke is a top team They'll always play top teams They can lose to a top team But if they beat top teams as well Yeah It'll add up Gotcha Okay I didn't know that I wasn't aware mm-hmm. It's all about that sense That's Beginning of the season, when you're not playing your conference games, is your your strength of schedule and how you do against them really plays a big yeah, part. Yeah, you in just that. can't line up a whole bunch of cupcake games early in the season and think you're about to be ranked come conference time. It's just it's just unfathomable. Man, that's almost. a Maryland Terrapin problem every single year. Yeah, we play too too easy schedule like Towson and Howard and Morgan stuff. State. Yeah, no, it's too easy. As soon as we get to the Big Ten, here get bust get bust. Yep. Oh, that's why they moved from the ACC. That was money. Well, that, that was, was money. money. Yeah. All right. SEC seems like one of the better conferences. I know you like Kentucky, Alabama. Anybody else sleeper in that conference? 
Mm, out of the SEC, honestly, I don't really see. I don't believe in Tennessee. They're ranked ten, but I, I never believe in Tennessee. When it comes to tournament time, they go ghost. Besides that, I only see really Alabama or Kentucky at the most out of SEC. Um, who else is in the SEC? Florida's not doing too good this year. Georgia's not doing good. Texas ain't no ranked in the about I think twenty four maybe, but I don't see them going too far. So SEC is kind of it actually looks kind of weak to me. After you look at Alabama and Kentucky, maybe Arkansas, good coach, but um, mainly mm. Alabama and Kentucky. Okay, okay. Um, let's see. Uh, I guess we since we don't have the actual t- you know tournament set up just yet. Um, I guess who are your probably your favorites for the number one seeds in each bracket? Number one seeds, my favorites. I would Kansas. Houston, I will say Purdue. I would get Purdue, but I get a number one seed. And it's a chance Marquette, depending on how Marquette doing this biggest tournament, but I think they will win. They win that biggest tournament, that's for sure, number one seed. Because mm. I'm ranked number six right now, and they look like a two seed looking out, but I think they're going to get that number one seed, man. Okay, and number one overall, Purdue, or? It might be Houston. Houston. Okay. Depending on how they do in the American Conference Tournament. Um, they're number one right now. And they got the best record. And they have a good strength of schedule this year too, man. Um, Houston might uh, – if they went out this tournament, they would be the overall number one seed. If not Houston, maybe Bama. Mm-hmm. Those, those are number one number two right there. Uh, hopefully Houston get through. If Houston mess up knowing they're in the American Conference and they don't win that joint, then they're not going to be overall number one because it's going to be – they're considered a weak conference. Right. If they win that joint through, straight through, they're, they're overall number one. Is there anybody on the bubble that you would like to see in? Anybody on the bubble that I would like to see in? That you like to watch too. Like you, that you like to watch, yeah. Michigan, man. Michigan, um, okay. Last year, the guy in with a 17 or 14 record because they always have a strong strength of schedule. And they got Hunter Dickinson down there, seven foot one kid from the DMV, from Alexandria, right. made his way to Michigan. But that boy got skills. Um, and if they get through a good Big Ten tournament run, they might be able to get into the tournament. I don't know how I forgot about them. But that's a bubble team I would like to see get in strictly strictly off of Hunter Dickinson, man. He's seven foot one. He could he could ball out. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um yeah, bubble teams, man, uh are always a shocker. Do we do we get a a sixteen one upset this year? What's the biggest probably upset in terms of the bracket? I was thinking like maybe a maybe a, a three seed would get upset this year because we've been seeing a lot of big teams fall early in tournaments over the last couple couple seasons. That three seed is perfect because that's usually the most common seed to get upset. Mm-hmm. One in 16 only happened once when UMBC beat Virginia a couple years ago. And right. it probably never happened again because it's just a big difference in talent. But when it comes to that three seed and that four seed too, that four thirteen matchup in the first round too, those are that three and four matchups are the key matchups for upsets. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do if you do bet money on March Madness, bet for one of those upsets if it's a three seed playing the fourteen seed or when it's a four seed playing the thirteen seed. Yeah, just make your favorite and take a shot at it, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure to pay out. And if you look at the lines, it'll be in favor of whoever's the, the dog. So um, mm-hmm. that'll be that'll be good. Uh, some pretty decent betting advice. Uh, okay, so 
you have any calculations of uh, who you think the final four is going to be and who's your champion? Hmm. Final four, I'm going to go with Kansas. I'm going to go with UCLA. They're going to go back to the final four again this year. I, believe it or not, I'm actually going with Gonzaga to get to the final four. They, they get to the final four in the championship, but can they close the deal? I have no going back. They'll probably lose in the final four. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and go with Baylor to make it to the Final Four. Nice. And I, ain't say, I ain't say nothing about them. I ain't say nothing about them. Mm-hmm. Could have had the same team, but they could get to the Final Four now. They always have big, strong, athletic kids. They're ranked seven right now. They could get to the Final Four. They could get to the Final Four. Nice. And out of those four, who's your champion more than likely? Kansas. Kansas. All right. You got Kansas going back to back like Drake. Uh, I can see that as well. They're going to they're gonna be a tough out in this tournament. But um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. There's been a lot of upsets this year in college basketball, period. It seems like as soon as you get to the top, is that's when you get bumped right back down. Um, I don't think any team spent more than like two or three weeks at number one. Yes. Um it's been it's been an outstanding basketball. That's kind of how I like it to see. I mean, you want to see one or two teams that's kind of, you know, head and shoulders above everybody else. But it's been it's been quite even. I, I would say across college basketball, the landscape of it. It has, and I and I think it's a good reason for that. Once they start giving out NIL NIL money, mm-hmm. and now you have to transfer portal in graduate years. Now you don't have you have experienced players going to different schools so it's evening out the playing field in my mind mm. like um, Mayer who used to play for Baylor he went Illinois now mm-hmm. and now they're like they'll probably get in too but I would say without him they might be on the outside looking in Right, he gives that veteran experience so but you don't think the NIL money is watering down recruiting and the best recruits are going to the schools with the most money I don't think so I don't think so because I feel like some schools be like okay we'll match that if you like if you're going to Kansas, right, Kansas, okay, we got all this money for you, but they have money for everybody. Then here comes random ass, I don't know, Texas Tech. We ain't got nobody else here. We got all the money for you. Mm-hmm. That's how I, that's how I feel like you could beat it right there. Do you want to battle it out with other people? Which you can, or this school gonna be like, man, we don't got, we ain't got nobody else here, bro. You can take all of it. Come here, mm. come transfer here. Mm. That's an interesting way to think about it because I always thought it was just like, man, especially when you got guys coming from the hood, they ain't had no money, they gonna go wherever the money is the greatest. You know what I'm saying? They trying to get mama house. Where the money resides. Yeah, they trying to get mama house. They trying to get, you know, brother and sister out the hood or whatever, but... I understand that. You know what I'm saying? You got to do what's best for you. But it's also about fit, too, I think, at the end of the day, which is why we see a lot of people hit the transfer portal because they're promised probably so much stuff in the beginning and they don't realize they're not going to ever get that or it isn't what it seems to be when you get sold on in a recruiting dream and then, you know, you show up and it's something totally different. So I do get that or, you know, you don't get playing time or whatever. And then you can go and transfer and have an immediate impact the following season. You don't have to even sit out a year like you used to. Yeah, exactly. You can really get to work. And again, you got graduate year, so you can stay extra year if you want to, too. That's crazy, but I feel like if you if you got to stay five years in college basketball, you're not you're not gonna make the NBA probably. You're probably not, but you can make more. You can make some extra money though. Make some NIL money. That's all it's about. Mm-hmm. All right, Flock. I think that's all I got for you, man. We are gonna wrap this up. Okay, you got one more thought. One more thing. I'm gonna shout them out. UMS Hawks. They're 17 and 12 in the MEAC tournament. They're okay. using that this good. Hawk pride catch them. 
Let's Do get good it. for me, Hawks. Y'all, y'all, I think y'all in like first or second place in the MEAC, man. Y'all Is got there me. any shot? Assuming we win the MEAC, we go to the, the we go to the dance, right? If we win the MEAC tournament, automatic bid to the dance. Wow. It'll probably be first round bumps, but we'd be a 16 seed. <laughs> We'll probably go up against fucking Kansas and get They'll dog. be probably be playing a playing a playing game to to play a number one team. Like that's it'll be two sixteens against each other and then they play the, right. the one. But at least they'll be on TNT. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, Hawks. Hawk Pride fucking catch it. Let's go, bro. Let's catch it. We Lee are, Morgan, fuck all, the Bears. All three of us are UMES alumni, so we we love to shout them out. So we appreciate our college basketball expert here on Old Brother the Podcast, my man Flock. Once again, we thank you so much, brother. And this has been another great episode of Old Brother. We'll take you. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Make sure you like, comment, surprise Thanks for having me, man. I mean, subscribe, and we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Deuces.